0: Hello there, welcome to the Tall Tree Recording Studios Podcast. I'm Jeremy Williams, your host, and I interview really interesting musicians, songwriters, and other creative people who come to Tall Tree. Thanks for listening, really hope you enjoy it. Hello out there in podcast land. I've got Sinead Healy in the studio, sixteen-year-old who's just finished her first album. So, welcome to Torture and congratulations on finishing your album.
1: Thank you. Yes.
0: So, how does it feel? It's been—you um, started this a couple of years ago, didn't you?
1: Yes, like two years ago. It's been a long time and a lot of hard work from a lot of people just to get it all done. And I'm so happy with the final product.
0: Your mum, I think she was interested in me because I did the music therapy. She said you are a um, fairly perfectionistic sort of personality. Very uh, much. And, and, and very very sort of critical.
1: Yes. Well, I don't want to put something out there that I don't feel is completely true to what I believe in and what I stand by. So that's why I'm very critical of my songs and what I produce because I want it to be to the best of my abilities and capabilities and I don't want to feel as if I have kind of taken away from the true meaning of the song.
0: What sort of inspired these songs?
1: Um, Personal experiences, um, boyfriends, mainly experiencing a lot of different hardships and also fun times with friends. Um, My songs mainly surround the idea of being by the beach and alone and you know being in this place where you're so peaceful and that's mainly what I connect with because I'm most peaceful when I'm on my own and just listening to my own thoughts.
0: Yeah cool okay so so the album's called Oasis yeah and um so we might just have a little listen to that now.
2: And I sit free.
0: So, I really loved working with this song. <laughs> yeah. It's lovely. such a beautiful song. Yeah. Um, so, my impression of it was just uh, this is total guessing, could be anything, but it's <laughs> like. Um, so, as I said, I I came. I sort of thought it needed that male harmony because it felt like the oasis was part of sanctuary yeah. between the men and the woman. So, mm. but as I said, uh, it's just sort of me sort of guessing. What well, was the song about, kind of thing?
1: It's all up to interpretation but for me yeah I don't actually know what I was writing about at the time it kind of just all came out but now I look back and I kind of think yeah that's kind of where I've got the inspiration from so the idea of an oasis for me is like a barren area which is your life you may be going through a hardship and then the oasis is some sort of sanctuary a place that you find that has really helped you out during that time. And I feel like, like you were saying with the man and woman, maybe that's the sanctuary in the relationship. Yeah. Or it could be the total opposite way. The sanctuary could be away from the relationship when you're on your own and the relationship could be toxic and destructive. So it's really up to interpretation. Yeah.
0: So... It was really um evident to me and I, I think your mum noticed this as well, mm. like that your writing over the two years seemed to really improve and change a lot. Like yeah. the last the last three or four that we smashed out so incredibly quickly mm. just seemed to flow a lot more. Like the first couple I felt like I had to make them flow a bit. Whereas yeah. these last ones I played the instruments but it was really, you, you kind of constructed them and put it all together. Like, I, I'm not sure what mm. happened in that time. Maybe it's just getting older or or your performances or whatever, but there seemed to be a definite sort of big increase in your, your writing. Mm.
1: Well, that's exactly right because I wrote my first song on the album two years ago where I had barely any life experience. Not that I have a lot of life experience <laughs> now, but I have more than I did before and I feel like... The more songs I write, the better as an artist I become and the more flowing my writing becomes and more figurative and emotional and I feel like my last song, my last few songs that I've had to smash out really quickly, (laughs) they were really like had to be done in in a day. Mm. That was when I kind of sat with myself and I was like, well, these have to be done and I just let all my emotions out and let everything, my creative juices flow, and that's what produced the songs.
0: (laughs) Finishing it off, like, obviously I gave you a little bit of a nudge. Mm.
1: Um, Obviously.
0: (laughs) Was there, you know, because I knew that you were gigging and busking and and playing at some places local, Mm. and it seemed crazy that... You're halfway through the album, but you couldn't sort of sell it at your gigs yeah. and stuff. Do you do you feel like something was holding you back from finishing it, like maybe self belief or self doubt or something?
1: A lot of that actually, because I just felt really unmotivated. Like the songs I was writing wasn't really true to what I wanted to bring across, as I said earlier, but now the songs I'm writing, they feel more true to what I believe in and what I stand by.
0: Okay. So the songs you started with didn't quite...
1: Yeah, they weren't it quite It wasn't resonating there. enough? No. Yeah.
0: So you, you felt like because you you didn't feel like you were coming to your own standard enough... Yes. You didn't want to put it out.
1: Yeah, and obviously because of my perfectionism, <laughs> and it's really like it can be a, a really, really good thing, but it also can really hinder me in my career because I really criticise myself on every little detail.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: sometimes you just have to accept that that's going to be the final product. You can't make it any more perfect because that's just what the sound's going to be and I struggled with that a lot, especially in my first few songs.
0: Yeah. So which one of these is your favourite or means the most to you?
1: I love Oasis. I just... That song is just... I don't even know how to describe it. It's everything that I wanted to put into a song. It's very contemporary and peaceful. I want listeners to hear it and think of their own peaceful sanctuary place that they like to escape to. And I don't. I didn't really want to focus so much on the lyrics, just mainly the instrumentation and the melody because it's just such a beautiful melody that I mm. think the lyrics didn't really matter towards the melody because it was so calming.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that Oasis is such a beautiful idea, isn't it? So mm. Yeah, right. And um so where do you feel like you'd like to take your music?
1: Well, I'd like to take it internationally. Mhm. Eventually I'd like to um, obviously study music at a university or something and then I'd like to go to America and sell my ideas and my songs over there and hopefully start touring and getting a large following so that I can share more of my music to more larger crowds and different people. Yeah.
0: And is there anything you like to sort of say to the people out there who follow your work or people who are interested in, in, uh, you know, what you do and what you write about?
1: Well, it honestly means a lot to me that you people out there um, take the time to listen to my songs because it is hard to compose right to compose music because you're putting yourself out there you're putting all your emotions out basically onto a page for everyone to see and I really find it supportive and welcoming that like the people that listen to me especially my mom she's my biggest fan Uh, yeah that they're so accepting of my ideas and concepts and it's really it makes me really really happy that I've I'm able to achieve that
0: Yeah, okay, cool. So you feel a lot of appreciation for those people who are interested. Yeah. Mm. And just just judging by the small amount you've started doing on Facebook and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing, like it does seem to be people are interested.
1: Well, I have at the moment 300 or so likes on my page. And yeah, they're mainly just people that I associate with, it hasn't really gone much further than that, but I'm hoping one day it will. And just like to my friends and family and people who don't think I know, listen to me, they just mean the absolute world to me because they're the ones that are basically stepping me along this journey and really encouraging me to go down this career path.
0: Okay. Um, And is the I also particularly like Ripped Sales Mm -hmm. quite a lot. Um, Is there anything... So we'll we'll, we'll let people have a listen to that one. But is Mm -hmm. there anything you'd like to say about that song or or what that song means?
1: It was originally stimulated from a past relationship Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of anger at the time when I wrote that song. Yeah. So it was like really just... A way to express my emotions and i ended up keeping it because i really really liked what i had written and i accomplished with that song so yeah
0: yeah so sort of like a a broken relationship story yeah yeah right and the sails is sort of like when yeah that
1: when you catch wind in a sail you go far but if the sail is ripped you don't go anywhere yeah so that's I kind of use that concept in the song because when you have a perfectly good person in your life who's good for you, you guys can just, you know, they can go places and you excel so far, but if the person is broken themselves, then you don't really go anywhere.
0: Yeah, and so, and it was at that point. It was
1: at that point when I knew that it wasn't really... Obviously, I haven't had much experience. I'm only 16, but from what I have experienced this was the best way i could express it through music you turn my world to dust
2: always destroy my trust loving just me whilst my
0: have you found the process of recording like have you <laughs> you seem a bit more relaxed than you were at the beginning is that yeah is
1: that right? it's so first time I recorded I, I recorded it was quite nerve-wracking because it was a new experience I didn't know what to expect but after doing it for what seven songs now it's like second nature and it's actually it's really really fun it's good fun
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's just exciting to see how far you've come in that time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and at least you'll get your mum off your back.
1: <laughs> yes, she's, she motivates me a lot. She's, yeah, she's yeah. my ride-or-die woman.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'll kind of like be your second-in-charge manager, and if the first manager...
1: Oh, she's already put herself up for that job. She's like, yeah, she, yeah, if it, you get any further, I'm becoming your manager... Yeah. There you go. Cool.
0: All right. Um, And is there anything else you'd like to say to um, our listeners out there?
1: I just hope you enjoy my album. And if you are interested in more updates, um, you can like my page on Facebook. It's just Sinead. Mm -hmm. And I upload different snippets of songs and audio clips Occasionally, and I'm hoping to do more as my album starts finishing up. And yeah, I just hope you guys really enjoy my album.
0: And and what if they want to come and watch you play? Like you're you're doing some gigs out at Debra? Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. Um, I usually do a gig at the Debra Tea House, which is just on the main street. Um, every Friday night, from like six o'clock till. 11 o'clock at night and it's mainly just I'm busking at that gig it's not a paid gig and I don't really earn that much money there but it's not about that for me it's about the atmosphere I get from being there yeah um you know it's got beautiful this beautiful lake and beautiful twinkling lights and it's so the atmosphere is just incredible and to have the privilege to sing there is just amazing because it helps me express my songs easier. Yeah. So, cool. yeah.
0: And you sometimes do busking in caboolture markets or something?
1: Yeah. Um, I'd busk sometimes at the caboolture markets. Um, I'd get quite a lot at the markets there. They're really, really good markets. And, yeah, they're just... It's really hot sitting in the sun, like <laughs> singing in the sun. Yeah. But it's well worth it at the end of the day. And people there are so caring and you know, they don't, I feel like the people there don't have much, but they give. And I really admire that in people, not so much just for me, but, you know, it's generosity. And I feel like if I don't have much, then I can give more, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, congratulations on this. I'm really happy for you. Oh, thank you. And I know that, um, I knew that once you got fast as first step, it'd be out. Things would be a lot easier because it's sort of like a kind of a fear. It's a hurdle. Yeah, it's sort of a fear's ticked off, and mm. you've got through that bigger step. And I've mm. seen other people in your situation um, when they just get through that. And it doesn't matter how old they are; it's just like that first hurdle. Sometimes, you know, there's a lot of um
1: angst around it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, and people sometimes try to avoid it. So, like, but mm. usually once they sort of get through it, it's a lot of exhilaration and I always knew you had the talent so it's oh. it's fantastic that, <laughs> thank you that you've got through
1: yeah I'm so happy hopefully I can keep going along this journey and now that that hurdle's over I can just keep producing more and more albums yeah. to share my music yeah,
0: yeah. yeah we've made a great start here so I'm sure there'll be uh, more Sinead in the future <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's hope so
2: my God's about me Thanks
0: for listening, folks. Hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Have a great day. This is a Tall Tree Recording Studios podcast.